0: to color me 40 hosted by your sister friend Coco are you interested in relationships health and wellness well you're in the right place so go ahead grab your smoothie and get settled in because I have a lot to share hello it is your sister friend Coco and I'm back with another podcast Okay, let me start this session off by saying, let me clear my throat, (laughs) literally, because I have a little stuffiness going on. You might be able to tell in my voice and just in my energy today, I have um, my annual summertime cold going on. And so I'm just gonna say, bear with me. And I wanna give a shout out to my new best friend, The vitamin C pack. Yay. Woo. I want to give an honorable mention also to Sayana Essentials, um, who manufactures herbal supplements. I have a few supplements that I'm taking um, from that brand and that combination is coming in clutch for me to help me get rid of this summertime cold. So just wanted to put that out there (laughs) <laughs> In advance to let you know. And you know, I'll say for the most part I am healthy. I get my summertime cold and I get a wintertime cold and that's pretty much it. I haven't um had any health ailments. Um I find myself, well, over the last couple of weeks, I'm gonna say last couple of months, I've been really hitting the gym hard. Um, April It was kind of sporadic. I maybe went to the gym like three times a week, and that workout would consider can't get my words out. But the workout would consist of doing some treadmill work and then um, doing some weights, so related to my legs or my arms. I went heavier in May. I was consistently going five days a week. I was hitting the treadmill up for like 45 minutes, and then I was doing another 30 minutes of either legs or arms, abs, just something um, related to weights. I would switch up the days. And in June, I went hard too. I was going, I'm gonna say about four days a week. And so I was really working on the treadmill, doing um, consistent 30 minutes on a treadmill, my goal was, like, a, to get at least um, a mile and a half in. Um, and in June, I really focused on my incline. So in in the prior month, May, it was just, like, straight, no incline. I was more concerned with the speed, and the goal was to get three miles in. Whereas in June, the focus was on a steep incline. So I was doing as high as, like, a 14 um, and speed on average about like a three. And so doing that mile and a half for 30 minutes, my goal was um, achieve where I was getting the same amount of calories in, or burning the same amount of calories um, in that 30 minutes that I was burning in that hour the previous month. So with all that being said, My goal at the time was, you know, and it still is to lose, you know, a couple of pounds and some inches. And so to date, I've probably lost about 10 pounds. Um, The other part and point of the story is I worked out so much, I sweat. And a lot of times my hair would be soaking wet. So that required me to, um, after I work out, wash my hair um, or blow dry it. Um, or a combination and so one day i had the bright idea you know after about a month of doing this like hey let me go and get some dry shampoo poo, because at least this way i don't have to necessarily wash my hair you know i can just spray the dry shampoo in and that would take out whatever like the sweaty smell um yeah so that worked out for the first couple of days after i made that purchase and then I started to notice that my head was um, allergic to the product. I don't know if it was because the chemicals in the product or because I was spraying it too close to my scalp. But either way, my scalp broke out and it um, it wasn't pretty. I'm going to say it probably took about three weeks for it to recover. And it's it's on the tail end of recovering now. Um, but yeah, that was a little traumatic with that being said, I'm going to, um, go back to the fact of, I have gray hair that I have not consistently seen for probably about 10 years because over the last 10 years, so I'm going to say them hardcore, like 38 to this 48, I've been coloring my hair. So my hair color is like a dark, a super dark brown color naturally. And um, yeah, I've been going faithfully to the the beauty supply store. I see a a streak of gray hair anywhere in my head. And yep, it's time to go ahead and touch it up. So um, needless to say, like I said, I ain't seen no gray hair and consistently in about a decade now. (laughs) But with my scalp breaking out, the way that it did that forced me to, you know, let it calm down and heal itself, which meant I couldn't, I could not color my hair. And so, yeah, the reality is, I go and look in the mirror now, and I'm seeing all like all around the edges gray. And then I, you know, part my hair in different sections, and all I see is gray roots. <laughs> And it's very disturbing for me. I know this is like it seems really superficial. But um, again, I ain't seen gray hair in like um, in 10 years consistently. And so I'm really at a crossroads and I'm really I don't want to say I'm having a midlife crisis, but I'm having some type of crisis right now in the sense of. Um, do I keep the gray hair? and just let it be what it is because it is what it is? Or do I go out after my scalp is fully recovered and um, I'm going and get that dark brown box of hair color and make it happen? (laughs) So I noticed that as I've been, my scalp has been recovering and I've been dealing with this summer cold, you know, I've been isolating myself But it's given me a whole lot of time to think and see this freaking gray hair on my head and I'm I'm struggling right now. Oh, my gosh. I am struggling and (laughs) I'm laughing because I'm tripping in the fact that I'm bringing it up. But it really it is an issue. And, you know, this 40 something journey. It's been a whole lot of doors open that I didn't really expect to be open. And I'm not necessarily going to say it's been good doors or bad doors. It's been more about a lot of introspection, you know, whereas before I feel like I haven't really been paying attention Um in these last couple of I'm going to say 2022 has been a year of introspection for me Um because it's made me slow down. And really take time to to pay attention to things because before I was just it was just fast paced and I didn't really pay attention. I mean to anything. I did what I had to do because I had to do it, but outside of that, paying attention to the detail, nah, nah, nah. But um, yeah, here I am, and I'm paying attention to details like this head full of gray roots. (laughs) So I'm working, I'm working through that. Oh my gosh, it's such a process. Um, you know, I will put pictures up, but mm-mm. I tell you every time I look in the mirror, because not only do I have the, I can have the gray hair, the roots. I have little speckles of gray hair in my eyebrows. Now, you know, I guess I can, I can deal with the hair on my head. But you got the gray eyebrows. What's really going on? This this reminds me of my grandfather. And I'm not quite, I'm not, not ready. Like, I know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm pushing 50. But I don't know if I'm really ready to show all that. That just seems, it seems so wrong. Like Like, I have another good 10 years in me. <laughs> but these are my thoughts. And right now, it is on gray hair, so... Man, I, I need y'all to share what's been your experience with this gray hair. And we won't even go with the other area because, you know, that's a little that's a bit much. But that is shocking, too, on a discovery of. Gray hair is a real thing, and it just doesn't affect one part of the body. It affects all of the body. So I ain't, I haven't seen any gray, you know, um hair. In my armpits <laughs> or on my knuckles, but um, yeah, it's it's prevalent everywhere else, and I, it's um. I'm gonna say nobody ever talked about this. Nobody shared about the gray hair. Like we see it on the head, and the men we see it in the beards, and you know the little goatee or whatever. But nobody said anything about the gray hair, and I'm I'm feeling some type of way about it. <laughs> In the last podcast, I spoke about getting rid of people, places, or things that no longer serve you. And I will say in the weeks since the podcast, that message has been weighing on me really heavy. I give the example of my gray hair, (laughs) my gray roots that are here. I feel I'm at a point of or at a crossroads of opting to you know just leave it gray and just shed myself of the fears related to being judged for being older because you know the my age now being displayed for all to see you know through my hair Um, so that's one example. And then another thing too, I've just in having this time of solitude and um, being in introspection, I've really had time to think about some of the experiences that have occurred throughout my life, whether it be from childhood or, you know, the adult years. To really think about those things that I'm still holding on to and take the time to really work through them. And of course, that won't necessarily happen overnight, but it's like it's just been on the forefront for me. Um, And with that, I will say it's been. It's been emotional. It's been emotional to really sit back and think about, you know, a few things that have happened and make realizations that are tied to it. Like, Hey, you know, this thing happened to me as a child. And when I dove into it further, it's like, it just opens up a whole nother can of worms and things to really think about and work through, you know, um, in one aspect is feeling a sense of, um, I don't want to say a sense of helplessness, but it's like, I don't know. Well, it's not that I don't know. I'll just say it's it's somewhat hard to explain, but to explain it, I would say holding myself accountable, but at the same time, Holding other parties accountable and in holding those other parties accountable, it's like really looking at what they were responsible for doing and what they, you know, um, consciously opted to not do or unconsciously opted to not do. And just really thinking about the ramifications of that. And thinking of the impact that their actions or um lack of ability to take accountability um just thinking about that, I don't know, I'm really not trying to go into you know different subject matters, but I'm really finding myself looking at different experiences and um just delving deep into them and it really is like it's opening up a can of worms and some of this stuff i didn't know or think that i was prepared to deal with it but i'm i'm really forcing myself to deal with it because i truly see a light at the end of the tunnel i will say um i'm one that is big on loyalty and um Loyalty, honor, trust, respect, all of that. And I'm just seeing, um, you know, things that have have occurred or how um, not taking not taking accountability has led to those things not occurring. So someone not being loyal or someone not being Honest or trustworthy or um, someone that is pre- supposed to protect, not protecting. It's just been this emotional journey. This emotional journey and it's still underway. Like I say, I don't know. I know. I don't want to say I don't know because I do know it's not something that is going to be resolved overnight. It really is a lifelong thing because I feel like we acknowledge things and we work through those things to heal. And at the same time, you could have worked through it and be at the point of where you believe that it's healed and you have something that triggers that, which essentially reopens a wound. So have you really healed it (laughs) thoroughly? Um, so just working through that, not trying to, you know, ramble on, but, um, these are just the thoughts in my mind and the things that are at the forefront for me right now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Color Me 40. Be sure to listen to future episodes on your favorite podcast app. I am your sister friend, Coco, wishing you a beautiful day filled with tons of laughter and a big Kool-Aid smile.